Hey everyone, thanks for checking out the podcast release of The Plex. Our live show is over three hours long most of the time. If you don't want to miss any of it, you can listen live Sundays, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you go to patreon.com slash echoplex and join at the $5 level or higher, you'll get the live show sent to you the day after we record it, uncut, unedited, straight off of IceCast 2. Thanks for listening.
thanks everyone welcome to the plex the podcast from south bay area um we discuss all the derp that's fit to herp uh i'm the breadboard baker you can find me at breadboard baker on twitter and uh, to my right who are you uh this is the good wife you can find me at eplex good wife on the tweet box this is hk perrin you can find me at hk perrin this is the councilman you can find me at the underscore councilman i'm pretty sure dave you can find me at plex underscore dave on twitter and you can support this show at patreon.com slash ecoplex everything's fine and everything's fine and it's great thanks everything's fine and everything's fine and it's everybody we're just gonna get right to the docket here um we've been covering this guy his name's patrick little he's running well he still thinks he's running for the california state senate candidates just take the l right uh good wife he's not running anymore right correct why is that because he didn't make it into the primary i mean into the general election so he ran statewide right Excuse right. me. Um, I got to thank Breadboard Baker for making a fantastic what bull, uh, doobie. joint doobie because I, I just inhaled that shit. It was awesome. Okay. So in California, we have an open primary. So basically the top two of any ballot, any race moves on after a primary to the general election. And then we all vote for those top two people. So it could be two Democrats, theoretically two Republicans. Correct. Uh possibly two neo-nazis if things got really weird it could be or it could be a democrat and a republican or a democrat and like the peace and freedom party or whatever correct so you have the, the primaries instead of each party having its <laughs> primary the primary is this big open thing where you get to vote and the two top vote getters move into like the runoff basically correct. 
Could Correct. it be? Could it be like a like a goat and like a bucket? Yeah, sure. I mean, it, I guess if I mean, enough people voted, if there's two, if enough people voted for the goat in the bucket, that could be top two. But well, they should run together, and you should just have the governor be a goat in a bucket. Bucket 2018. <laughs> a big bucket because goat goats bucket. aren't really that small. Same ticket, goat bucket. <laughs> Is that like Ghostbusters? (laughs) 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 Oh, shit. Copyright. Can't do that. Well, that's okay. That song was ripping (laughs) off Huey Lewis in the news anyway, so. Oh, I heard a really... Oh, man. I wish somebody... I'm talking to to you, uh, Block and Crown. I wish somebody would make a really good remix of the Ghostbusters song without any of the words, just the groove. Um, Not to uh, avoid the docket item, but uh, we have a local example. Actually, a local uh, state legislator uh, didn't face any significant challenge in his race uh, for re-election. There was actually no one who filed to run against him. However, a Republican got a few (laughs) write-in votes and qualified as a writing candidate. So he does have an opponent this this fall. Who? mm, Osh Kalra. Has an opponent? Yes. He did not have one in the ballot, but enough people wrote in a certain Republican of some sort. I don't know who. Some crazy person. And so he'll have to run a race and raise money and Are you waste, kidding me? waste time. Yeah. And he'll win 75-25. Who are these people? Uh, yeah, there's, the, the Republicans in Santa Clara County are a very interesting breed. Um, most of them are fra- fairly moderate, but there is a really, really conservative strand that mm. the good wife has recently uncovered and we'll, if you listen to down ballot you will hear much more about santa clara county yes oh yeah so we're gonna go back to orange county here we got patrick little awesome. he did not <coughs> place first or second in the primary for the california state senate so Sad. he's not running anymore but he doesn't believe it oh no this is what happens when you name the jew in america <laughs> How you mean? How you mean, brother? Well, in this country, when the Jews try and do mean things to us, we get them back. Sir, were you aware that 85% of the uh, gulag operators in the Soviet Union prior to World War II, where the largest genocide in history at the time was committed, 25 to 30 million Christians, the men who operated these gulags and the Soviet Union were ethnically Jewish. Ah, are you against genocide, sir? Yeah. Well, then we got to oppose Jewish supremacism. Thank you for your time. See you, buddy. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. What the, the fuck, fuck was, was that? that? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Just so everyone knows, the stormtroopers of the Galactic Empire are only an allegory for Nazis. They were not going to be interested in discussing the actual race theory of the Germans. So don't even try it. The stormtrooper was admirable for saying, for not, you know, breaking character and going, dude, shut the fuck up. Dude, he should have fucking, he should have not broken character and like, I don't know, beat him with the fucking plastic gun. Yeah, yeah, pistol whip him with like the the blaster rifle. It's Uh, not like it's going to shoot straight anyway. He would just miss. Um, (laughs) Right? I don't know. He'd take a swing and he'd miss. That. maybe that's only in space maybe they do okay with gravity but this guy like he like chose to videotape this or i'm sorry videotape is like an old-timey word he chose to record this and put it on the internet and he still thinks he's running for california state senate like i guess like if a c- couple drunk idiots like said that kind of stuff when they were out like it's not the end of the world right like it's not cool and like we don't co-sign any of that shit and like 
we would hope that that wouldn't be on the rise, but just a single incident of that isn't really going to going to fuck the world up but this guy did that and chose to videotape it and put it on the fucking internet for everybody to look at can like, you can you walk me through this so <laughs> no oh so uh, the video uh, you want from okay so he's like standing there and there's a star trooper there a star trooper is like probably up i don't even know where the fuck he's at probably maybe vegas there's star troopers everywhere in vegas hmm. I, I, I just assume it's Storm like sacramento troopers. but Storm maybe he was at the comic con right right uh but he just was going to i don't know he was somewhere like on a balcony and there was just a stormtrooper there and the stormtrooper pretended to shoot him with the weapon and he said this is what happens in america when you name the jew and then he's like here you can shoot me with the weapon <laughs> and then he started talking about the jews and how they're going to shoot the jews back it was it was just all about the jews and the stormtrooper unfortunately didn't get his big break in uh viral media because it could have been all about the stormtrooper like from star wars yeah, it was a guy in a stormtrooper suit. He was somewhere that was festive, nerd festive. Maybe he was Did at this happen Comic-Con? at Comic Con. Uh, no, because it it occurred Comic Con's this week, I th- weekend, I think, and this occurred earlier in the week. It was Practice this past Comic-Con. week. <laughs> it was cosplay Comic Con. Yeah, because it was this past week. Yeah, someone was someone was trying on their their stormtrooper outfit, or maybe they were trying to build hype for the Comic Con event. And so Patrick was just chilling and talking to this. Stormtrooper? Well, right, yeah. The stormtrooper was, you know, th- um, you know, threatening to, you know, brandishing his make-believe laser rifle and, uh, you know, telling people to move along or they'd be shot in the name of Darth Vader or whatever. And, <laughs> and you know... And Things that, that aren't real. Th- yeah, yeah. And, and pretending to, you know, pretending to take you prisoner and so forth. And he went along with it, only he, like, dropped some Nazi shit out of his mouth. Okay. Like it was an innocent game of stormtrooper takes over not stormtrooper, except he was talking some Nazi shit. Okay. And he can go fuck himself. Hey, you know what? Can we fire? I mean, he's no longer a cannon for anything. So I mean, can we fire Patrick a little? We can. We'll just unfire him in a couple (laughs) weeks. Right. We are unfiring everybody for episode 100. But for the meantime, we fired uh, Patrick. Sure. Go ahead. Yeah. That's just from this show. Does not, uh, does not uh, include down ballot. Doesn't he usually go by Lil Patty? I feel like that sounds a little gay for him. Little Patty, you fired. Not, not that I don't think he might be a little light in the loafers, just that I think that um, he would never go with Little Patty. So everybody remembers there was a picture. First, it was a picture. There was a person riding their bike naked down 101. Correct. Yes. We saw oh, this picture. Yeah. Maybe I don't remember what day it was. It was like <laughs> Tuesday or something. Maybe we saw it. And I was like, oh, that may or may not be real. And then I saw a video of it from someone's Instagram. And then it became a meme. And then... It got on the news and I was like, go cyclist, go. And then I was hoping to see him at bike party. But uh, I was not aware that he had already been caught. Follow up now to a story we brought you on Wednesday. A man spotted on the freeway riding his bike naked. He's been found. The video was posted to Instagram. This is on 101 and Story Road in San Jose. Several calls came into the 911 dispatch center. An officer went to check it out but could not find him. But they found him yesterday on North King Road with only a shirt on. He appeared to be in mental crisis and was taken to the hospital. Oh, dude, that's called shirt dick. Until that last sentence, I wasn't sure that that warranted a 911 call. Shirt dick? Shirt dick always means you should call 911. No, like, 911, what's your emergency? There's a guy on a bike, and I can see his dick. There's a guy on a bike on 101. Yeah. There are parts of 101 that are bike-friendly. Not in the east side. No, no, you um, like US one hundred and one. This guy was on the freeway naked on a bicycle. Up here or down in Southern California? Uh, in here, San in Jose east, on the one hundred and one. San Jose. Yeah, this, this man no, was a fellow no alien. Around here, where the one hundred and one safe. I mean, he didn't die. 
maybe yeah. maybe he's a really good driver cyclist Dri- whatever if you're on the freeway you're driving <laughs> i don't care what the fuck your vehicle is he was just you know letting it go and letting his dong lead the way i was rooting for this guy and i'm like really sad that he got arrested um first of all because he'll be charged with a multitude of crimes and i'm just like not thinking this guy did any real damage to society right whether or not he needs mental health uh treatment is a whole other issue but i just don't feel like this guy did any real damage to society yeah except provide wonderful entertainment uh the shirt dick is a little questionable actually now that i think about it like like second degree shirt dick is what this guy's like guilty of well, that, um, yeah, that's that's what it escalated to by the time he was taken into custody. I mean, just streaking on a bicycle is, you know, what you have to do to make the front page of Reddit these days. <laughs> All right. So uh, up in the North Bay, we got a interesting story. It's uh, somewhat technologically uh, related. I knew we'd have HK Perrin here so he can explain. This is going to be really good. He says, kill my mom and my dad, my sister and my brother. Bob Innes is reading an email he got yesterday morning from a 14-year-old boy in Alaska. An email submitted through his website, rentahitman.com. So this is the website. But it's not what you think. We decided we wanted to start a, a company doing risk analysis, intrusion detection, uh, white hat hacking. That's where the name Rent a Hitman came from back in 2005, and the website created right here at his desk in the kitchen of his Novato home. This is where it happens. Instead of getting emails for <laughs> IT services, people were literally asking for a hitman. The emails threw me for a loop. It was absolutely not expected. No you shit. You think? Dude, what kind of dumbass <laughs> goes to a, like, if I saw a website that was like rentahitman.com, I would never email them asking for a hitman if I was looking for a hitman because it just seems like a trap. I'm reverse engineering this <laughs> question for you. What kind of idiot fucking reserves rent a hitman and gets surprised when he gets called to be a fucking hitman? Are right. you fucking kidding me? To be fair, they're only emailing him. He probably doesn't put his, uh, probably didn't put his phone number on the website. It's rentahitman.com. I wish he would have put our phone number on the website. What's our phone number? Uh, Oh, that's right. We never say it during the regular show. That's 415-903-PLEX, 415-903-7539. Leave us a voicemail. We'll play it on the show. So if if you're going for an interview for a rock star programmer, do you, in fact, have to shred metal guitar for, uh, for 30 minutes during the interview? Or, you know, I mean, there's some kind of poetic license there. I mean, they don't re- expect actual rock stars, but I've never heard the term hitman for a hacker. This this guy scares me. Hold on. Bob decided to run with it. Shortly after receiving those emails that I had decided to basically transform the web page. Now it's almost a parody site, complete with an intake form. Target's name, target's email, address where services are requested. Bob gets requests for Hitman services at least a couple of times each week. I need her taken care of because she won't leave. I need her gone. Cut open her abdomen and let her bleed out. He says he waits a day, then emails back. If they respond back and say, yes, I'd like to speak with the field operative, you know who the field operatives are. Those field operatives, those are the police. Officers, this kitchen crime fighter called to report the murder solicitation. This is the laziest sting operation I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> it's important, though. It's important. Check this out. This is called entrapment. I don't care how silly it sounds. This is called This is entra- not entrapment. Entrapment is where you present the opportunity to someone that they normally wouldn't 
Calling your website rentahitman.com. No, no, they're seeking out that website, so that's not entrapment. Hmm. True. It's like a whore, like a, a, a police officer who's dressed like a whore. Like... Sex worker? If Yeah, if the dude comes up to her and says, hey, let me pay for sex with you, I'm sure that's how John's talk. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's not entrapment. It's if the there's the opportunity. But if you're like leaving a car with the door open and like the key in the ignition and waiting for criminals to come and take make off with it, that's entrapment. I so think. it's like so the light I'm not gets, a lawyer, so don't hold on. don't trust me. Anyway, I don't like what these guys are doing because I feel like I feel like some of the people that might have emailed this person may not have ever taken the first step down that path if it weren't for fucking rentahitman.com. I'm not saying that I'm not saying that I think it's really funny because um, I, is, this this oh, go story ahead. got real this story got real weird real fast. I mean it started weird and then it just it escalated in both ways. Like so it went emotionally in one way where it's like, okay, well this is kind of funny, ha 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 and then it's like, ah now he's like working with the police to catch the bad guys and then it's like, wait a minute, what's going on? As ridiculous as it is, it has led to the apprehension of some some bad people and ultimately saved the lives of several people. KPIX 5 security analyst and retired FBI agent Jeff Harp says a tip from Bob's website is just the beginning of a possible criminal case. There's a whole lot of investigation that would need to be done and it takes time. But a couple of cases have been prosecuted, starting with a tip from Bob, including a woman from the UK who wanted her mother, aunt and uncle killed, and a 20-year-old man from Virginia who wanted three people killed and his infant kidnapped. I'm just a, a guy with a website that has ultimately saved some lives. Now, Bob says reading the disturbing emails is taking a toll, and he now wants to turn the website over to law enforcement to run. He wants to shift his focus to writing true, tri true crime novels or even making a movie. Katie Nielsen, Stop. KPIX 5. Bob is so basic. So basic. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, Bob, you're fired. Bob, you're getting people arrested. That's not the same as preventing crime. Well, in a way, he is. It's just like... Uh, you got to wonder if these people are just too dumb to actually find a real hitman. He's had this website since, what, 2000? That's what I'm saying. Here's why I think this is entrapment. There is some barrier of entry to actually hiring a fucking <laughs> hitman in the real world. Nobody is going to kill someone for you if they think you're going to fucking squawk about it, right? And so there is a barrier to entry to hiring a hitman. That's why, that's why I think that this is... I may have declared it to be entrapment i'm saying one could argue that it might be entrapment because the barrier to entry for this thing is so low <laughs> let me send a representative out to you i run the fucking hitman company what the fuck i don't know if he was like going door to door <laughs> advertising it then it would probably be entrapment i would fucking pay for the dude the video from that would be fantastic <laughs> he would like eventually somebody just shoot him <laughs> because He'd eventually come across a real hitman. You know what I mean? He'd come across eventually if he was going door to door offering his hitman services <laughs> to people. He would eventually come across somebody who that would fucking scare the shit out of and they'd kill him. What would that be like? This, like the door rap? Like, hey, how's it going? Ever wanted to kill somebody? You and just show just up. Dead silence. You show up with a vacuum and be like, 
hey, I'm here to sell you, and you gesture to the vacuum, and then you say, Hitman Services. (laughs) (laughs) My goodness, I thought you just wanted to sell me a Hoover. Yes, it totally cleans up whatever's unsightly in your life. um, Certain services may be performed with... Take out the trash. Precision machinery. (laughs) Take out the trash. That's a nice turn of phrase. So... Have you ever heard a crazy person call C-SPAN? Wait, C-SPAN? C-SPAN. Oh. Isn't C-SPAN just like the closed circuit TV and you know you don't really call it, it's just there? They have a shitty version of this show where a boring person takes crazy people's calls, but a lot of crazy people call. Wait, what? When is this on? Can oh, we watch it's it? on C-SPAN. It just occurs sometimes. Check this out. This is Mary Lou from the Independent Line. It's in Newington, Connecticut, line for Independence. Mary Lou, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Um, I'll try not to sound too uh, awful, but oh. I want to thank the Russians for interfering with our election oh. to stop Hillary Clinton from becoming president. That woman has got illusions of grandeur, and so hasn't her husband. That man, the the whole time he was in the White House, was just fooling around sexually with Monica Lewinsky. (laughs) He is an accused rapist. He has never denied it. And his wife never did anything to stop him from doing that. Mary Lou, let me ask you, do you think think Russian interference was the reason that President Trump won in 2016? Yes, because the Russians interfered. I mean, what would we do with Hillary in that White House? That woman, she doesn't know what she was doing. What a mess she made of Benghazi. What she did with those emails to put a server in her living room or wherever she put it. That's Mary Lou in Connecticut. (laughs) It certainly was. It was Uh, just an old Dell in her living room. Yeah, I love this image of a server just sitting around like a little (laughs) debate or whatever. The, The server... It was recent enough that she probably didn't even have the fucking physical computer. It was just a fucking email server that she signed into, right? Correct. Mm. Mary Lou would be a lot funnier if, like, a lot of old people didn't believe that and they all vote. Like, a I can, I can guarantee fucking to you that Hillary Clinton was not sitting at a Linux terminal setting up an SMTP server. Guaranteed. Even... Even more than that, though, um, I mean, first off, it's kind of a dead giveaway that she was calling on the independent line when that's pretty much the Republican trial balloon that the, um, that they're glad. Um, and in fact, they I, they don't think they would have won without the Russian interference. This is um, this is a new uh, motion of the Overton window here. No, I think that fucking Mary Lou is just a fuck goddamn dingbat who's been listening to too much Sean Hannity for the last 10 years or something. Like, not enough Alex Jones, too I, much I Sean Hannity. I, yeah, I think I see what Breedbird Maker's saying. Like, there's definitely um, a, a, a faction out there now that's starting to, like, convince. And it's because Fox News are, are you know, our, our peers over there. Um. <laughs> Dude, we're don't, peerless. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't even give Fox News that kind of. Yeah, uh, they I don't even like. They oh, they figure out a. They like they they have their propaganda machine going out there and doing all that stuff with the, well, 
basically their message is that it's at this point even if it was the russians hillary's still awful right and it like before it was no 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 you guys are crazy stop talking about this and now they're like yeah it is but really even if it was hillary's that bad yeah I re- um I clearly remember last year we were sitting in this same studio and the um and the Republican line was ha ha the Democrats think we're colluding that's a horrible thing that's just a distraction from the real talk which is Hillary's emails right Hillary for prison and whatever so I'm going to cleanse the palate a little bit mm, this is uh, the B team the infowars ah B team Owen Schroyer. Owen Schroyer. All he does is Owen. So the internet kill switch test that they ran today is not to see if they can shut down the internet. They really couldn't care less. They're fine with the internet operating. They can manipulate it. Most people don't give a damn anyway. And most people just go on the internet to look at porn. But if they can assassinate a president and then in the immediate aftermath, say for three hours, shut down the internet, shut down SEOs, shut down Infowars, shut down Breitbart. They realize after that three hours, half the people that would have been searching that aren't even going to look for it anymore. The narrative has been controlled at that point. And so, boom, now they control the narrative. Their Mockingbird Press gets the word out first. You can't access Infowars. You can't access anything. And boom, here's just some unverified bullshit that we think might happen. Isn't InfoWars the guys that predicted the Y2K riots? I don't know. I don't know if Alex Jones going back that far did. But these guys don't know what the fuck they're talking about. This guy, like Owen Schroyer, just like put out just acronym soup. And I'm convinced that the guy has no idea what he was talking about. So someone from Infowars doesn't know what they're talking about. You know, it's on to the average of to the average American, the average individual that doesn't understand where we're at right now in, in human history and, and how deep the corruption of humans really is. This is going to sound insane. It's going to sound so far out there that, that you know, whatever. We're because conspiracy theorists. We're this, we're that, and the other thing. But let me tell you, all you have to do is watch C-SPAN for a week. And you will see how real this shit is. If you watched Chuck Schumer talk out of two sides of his mouth, if you watched Congressman Raskin talk out of two sides of his mouth in real time, you realize how real this is. So, I I, I mean, my conspiracy theory, since everyone has a conspiracy theory, Russia hacks every election now. My conspiracy theory is they tested the internet kill sweats today so they can find out how long they can keep it down without people bitching without people bitching about whatever it is and the biggest story that people would bitch about the biggest story that would ever get researched in internet history bigger than janet jackson's tit would be donald trump gets assassinated and that's it rufio come in here real quick titties 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 that is like so 2004 get over it people (laughs) what how did this this guy probably makes a lot of money working for infowars maybe yeah, you know, it's a glory. Like, it's a glory position. I feel like I'd be cool with an internet kill switch, like just for a year or so. I mean, just for a week, man. Fuck, doesn't take very long to snap people out of whatever the fuck we've we've done to ourselves. Like five minutes, guaranteed. Dude, riots. <laughs> <laughs> right, but after the riots were over, and society decided that like it should start to rebuild itself, just be like everyone at beaches and parks, like 
outside. Just kill it forever. And just after five minutes, it would be insane. No, we've, we've already got backups. I mean, we've, we've got plans for uh, people to have like local mesh Wi-Fi. Oh, geez. No, no. Hold on. Does anybody know who the fuck Star Parker is? No. Is a porn star? <laughs> no, it's gonna be <laughs> Good. I would have thought that too. I guarantee you that you're not going to think that after this clip. Okay. This is serious what we're up against with this now new spirit of trans. And what's really interesting is they keep pushing out this idea LGBTQ. Okay, we did the L and the G. They they legalized marriage for themselves. We did the oh, did we're doing the T oh, now, the trans, works. and this Damn. is a big big challenge in our society right now. They did the Q where they're changing all of the textbooks even as low as kindergarten to reflect that you don't know what you are. You're questioning. But notice they skipped over the B. And there are some that say that this B is going to bombard us with real vileness in our society if they get what they want because it's not about bisexuality, it's about bestiality. The f- <sighs> no, 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 no. That's zoophilia. Yeah, no, bestiality, like, no, that is not a sexual orientation. That's, oh, it is. It's just... No, bestiality is just the act of... That's like sodomy. Right, right, right. But um, but I'm saying that um, that's not what pride is about. The, uh, the B in LGBT oh. is just bisexuality. Oh, yeah, this lady's, this lady's fucking wrong in every different kind of way but she's thinking of zoophilia that's where it's your sexual orientation okay you you know what i i'm not sure we really need to split those hairs well but she didn't say z there's no z in it like if she was being accurate there's a lot of hair splitting in zoophilia oh (laughs) she's she's just (laughs) she's just dropping her own alternative acronym you know let you know l legalize so what her so what's her issue though like she thinks that the b and lgbt is all of a sudden going to become bestiality oh okay because she's crazy what does she like why does she care no she she just wants to start a rumor she wants to start gossip and get people to fear anyone who shows up with lgbt or or any of the other acronyms it's the same kind of thing when people say like if you can marry a dude what's what's next like you're gonna marry a, a dog it's like, right no you know, implying that both of those are equally you know off the wall and absurd and only one is because animals can't consent and also they don't pay taxes and you can already make medical decisions for them so there's there would be no reason to marry them oh there's yeah there's no there's no non yeah there's no secular reason to marry your fucking dog you <laughs> mm-hmm. everything's fine you the dog's never going to ask for your medical records and you have access to your dog's medical records thanks gracias and and you can't file jointly with fido wow so um yeah so this is just some crazy ass projection you know i'm I'm sure we're going to get another you know animal sex story out of the republican side in the next week in fact i'm calling it right now animal sex story by episode 100 you think we're gonna probably All right, yeah. so Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> oh, well. Animal oh, sex into That yeah. escalated yeah. quickly. Yeah. So Mark Zuckerberg has been interviewed on uh, Recode Decode, and uh, here's the part that's interesting. The rest of the interview was painfully boring. I listened to it. There's a set of people who uh, deny that the Holocaust happened. Yes, right? I find that deeply offensive. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I, I don't believe that our platform should take that down because I think that there are things that different people get wrong. Um, either, I, I don't think that they're intentionally getting it wrong, but I think but that in they- In case of a Holocaust um, deniers, they might be, but go um, ahead. It's, it's hard to yeah. impugn intent um, mm-hmm. and to understand the intent. 
I think the reality is also that I get things wrong when I speak publicly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you do. I'm sure a lot of leaders and, and public figures who we respect do too. And I just don't think that it is the right thing to say we are going to take someone off the platform if they get things wrong even multiple times. Uh, Kara Swisher, number one, is fantastic and somebody who we should all aspire to be because she's mm-hmm. very like her, her low grade snark and like shade is hilarious. She's like, there's a lot of people who would be wrong. Who do it on purpose. Who do it on propaganda. purpose. Yeah. Like she's like, there's a lot of people who do that and they're wrong. And like, so it's hilarious. Number two, um, there's a difference between being, being mistaken and being an outright liar who says it over and over again. Um, because it's a lie. Well, they can't just like they I've seen all these fucking videos from Facebook recently where they're like, oh, look, we're combating fake news. And it's I was just like, I'm like, oh, this is an ad on Twitter. And then I reply, I'm like Infowars. And that's my whole reply. Like if you're really <laughs> combating like false information and like trying to create a better Facebook, then what the fuck is Infowars doing on your fucking platform? Like yeah. kick the plex off while you're at it, too. We're not really fucking make. We're not really making nice with anybody either. Like. <laughs> I used to believe in that philosophy, the philosophy of let everyone have a voice and let people decide who to follow. Because I thought given every voice, people would find the most rational voice and they don't end up with the most rational conclusion. We have Trump. But <laughs> the worst of the I people- was wrong. And Mark Zuckerberg is wrong. That is a bad idea. But, and that was, and that's the, that's, really the the shield that they hide behind zuckerberg is parroting the idea that we can't see into people's hearts and so we can't know um and this is scalia's viewpoint that um, that he's written about that we can't know whether someone is doing something some something with racial animus unless they say at the moment they're doing this i am doing this because i hate your race and that's not true. It's, um, you know, it's not that not um, it's not that Holocaust deniers are misguided. It's that they're wrong. They're purposefully wrong. They're doing it so that they can get recruits. They're doing it because they fucking don't like Jewish people. Yeah. And they want to like, I think it's more that it's a mental virus. It's like they end up at this attitude and this worldview because they're exposed to it so much and they're not properly inoculated against it. They're not brought up with the education to really critically consider a viewpoint. So it's, it's like being mad at an anti-vaxxers kid for getting polio. Oh, that's uh, like, I can imagine by the way I've met, like we wrote uh, this week in derp about this a couple of weeks ago. There are crazy people in the um, anti-false information community, too. Like, there are lunatic-ass skeptics and atheists that just go ham and fucking start talking all the shit. But uh, what were we saying? Well, what I'm saying is, like, don't put so much animosity toward the people because I feel like the people are victims of... A mind virus? Yeah, a mind virus. And instead, you should just remove those people's ideas from society. I just just want to bring it back to Zuck, honestly, on this one. Oh, yeah, go for it. It's, you know, to the Redboard Baker's point about, you know, legality and what they could actually be, um, you know, liable for. To me, you know, 
I don't think this guy goes anywhere and says anything without consulting with a you know crack team of attorneys that we could never afford if we pooled all the money we ever made in our lives, right? And it, and his his sort of aloofness. The very first thing he says, right? There are people that deny the Holocaust happened. I am deeply offended by that. It's like <laughs> there's absolutely no compassion there. There's no passion at all, really. It's just it's it's a it's something that's said by someone who is just offering a legal defense of his platform and this thing that he's created that he, they really weren't prepared to deal with the ramifications of. They, the thing about how they make sure that everyone has a voice is that they, um, is that they offer everyone the chance to monetize, um, extending their reach of that voice and therefore the alt-right, the white identitarians, the Western culture, uh, appreciators as the proud like boys call themselves wca bitch western culture appreciator <laughs> right or you I know like that a lot total wca it's all the same euphemism for nazi and the nazis are paying facebook money they and are. mark zuckerberg does not want to let that go jack dorsey of twitter does not want to let that go because bots mean engagement and engagement means um, ad revenue stock price and stock yeah, this price is means all, ad revenue. Got this that. is all really simple. These guys need to show growth. Zuckerberg, Jack Dorsey, they need to show growth. And if they're showing growth and engagement by keeping something like InfoWars, keeping something like this thing called Pioneer Little Europe that has never been removed from Facebook and it is the craziest white supremacist shit you've ever seen, it might not necessarily be because these groups are paying Facebook, but the controversy is what keeps people on these platforms. <clears throat> and so Infowars and Pioneer Little Europe are providing the fucking controversy. And that's what's going on with Twitter and Facebook and YouTube. That's why these things are never going to get removed. And um, I'm going to get 30 days in Facebook jail for telling Andy Nolch to go fuck himself like four times. After every time he commented, I do feel like Zuckerberg is sincere when he's saying that he wants everyone to have an equal voice on Facebook. I just think he's wrong. That's yeah, that's a bad idea. But Infowars doesn't have an equal voice to me. That's what's going on is that he wants everyone to have an equal voice. That's great. Make my reach the same as Alex Jones's. And then everybody well, has I mean an equal voice. He he wants everyone to have the same opportunity to grow their own audience. Money. He he's, wants money. Well, what he's saying is that the platform is agnostic, right? The platform doesn't care. The platform is just the platform, and yeah, no matter, which makes no matter it a what shitty you platform. believe or what you say, exactly. It, it's it's a. If it was just something where you know you connect with your friends, like it was supposed to be, connect with your friends, you see some baby pictures, you know, you hang out for a little while, and then you get out. It's not that's that. not what they want. It's a media company. It's a freaking media company, and they it's it's that, a media distribution company. The interaction you just described is fucking. You're the loser to them. You're not like yeah. the person because like my mom. My mom is not you know nothing to Facebook. But it's, they need your mom on Facebook because then there's like nice ladies like your mom on Facebook, right. and it looks like there's nice ladies like your mom on Facebook, and sure. it turns out that it's not. People that use Facebook the most are like crazy people like me or media people or whatever. It's not. To me, it's worthless. It's like the last time I enjoyed browsing my Facebook feed <laughs> was two years like, ago. no, it was before <laughs> two years ago. It was before I worked at Facebook when I only had like my close friends on it. 
Yeah, I haven't been, I've actually haven't been on actual, I haven't been on Facebook in a good couple of years now. Like I've- You just hootsuite it? I just, I mean like I turn to it, I clear out my notifications and then I post if I, I use it as an output tool. I don't give, I do not receive input from it. I don't want it. I totally want input, but that's the nature of the beast here. I'm a troll. Mm -hmm. But I feel like Facebook, they could just rebrand the whole thing and be like, listen, we're not going to be putting people in Facebook jail. You can get as many followers as you want. People are going to troll each other. And that's exactly what the fuck's happening here. Or they could try to make it like a fucking nice platform. But this thing they're doing where they're trying to walk the line is is stupid and harmful. Well, it ends up with like them over enforcing their shit and like me telling Andy Knowles to go fuck himself four times after he said something stupid, like gets me put in Facebook jail. But then Alex Jones is like calling for race war a couple times a month, but he drives traffic to face like the whole thing is like ridiculous. I think one way they could attempt to fix it is have a dislike button, like an actual dislike button. And it and doesn't determine, count, it, it, and that's not visible to anyone, right? No, no, no. Make it visible and determine the a post's reach based on its likes and dislikes. So the more likes it gets, the more reach it gets. But the more dislike it get dislikes it gets, the less reach it gets. Well, it's pretty much like Reddit, right? I use the laughing yeah, smiley like exactly. a dislike. I use the Reddit laughing, is so much better than Facebook. <laughs> I use the laughing smiley like a dislike. The what? The laughing smiley. Oh. That's a my, my the dis- reaction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah the laughing um, smiley. Yeah, it, it it makes a certain uh you know, chemtrails enthusiast in Britain very mad, which is why he's saying it like a chimney sweep. <laughs> so hold on, Alex Jones is gonna get to the heart of the matter with Facebook and uh fake news. Uh, document cam please. This is absolutely critical. Now, this is the most important thing I've said yet. The social network said it'd rather demote the post spreading misinformation than ban the sources outright. That just means they don't let you promote anymore. They ban you for a week. People that spread it, it happens. It's, it's, it's operant conditioning, slowly crushing you. The social network said it'd rather demote the post spreading misinformation than ban the source outright. And who says who it is? The Southern Poverty Law Center. The approach means that these pages don't get as many views as they used to, but they still live to spread misinformation. They still live with free speech. Facebook said pages lose about 80% of views when they are demoted. So they discriminate you against you and put you like a Jew in a ghetto for a few years before you're sent to Auschwitz. Oh my God. Uh, no, that's not what it's like at all. No. When, when your Facebook post reach is curtailed, it is nothing like uh, ethnic extermination. Sorry. <laughs> no, nothing. <Wow. laughs> what the fuck? This guy calls everybody else a snowflake and he's like, I lost most of my Facebook reach. It's fucking ethnic extermination. <laughs> it's like, shut the fuck up. You, you like mad at everybody calling everything Nazi shit and you literally just called somebody. So I'm going to, let me go back to the beginning here. I'm going to go back to the very root. This is not going to take long. All right. Think about Facebook as someone else's fucking computer system, because that's what Facebook is. Right. So they allow you to put your shit on their fucking computer system. Now, one day they're like, oh, well, I didn't think your shit is bullshit. I'm not going to let it spread as much on my computer system. Well, what are you going to do now? It's somebody else's computer. It's like, uh, it, no, no. 
That's all it is. Because Info especially book, uh, especially <laughs> these people who are like all fucking capitalist and I hate communism and socialism. Well, bitch, this is what happens. These people own this fucking server. Yeah, it's not a public server. It's not a public platform. These people can do whatever. They can just fucking shut the whole thing down tomorrow, take the money and run and sell off all their fucking servers on eBay for all I like. This, and all our personal data. Yes. Yeah. Just I, leave it on the servers. Be like server includes fucking, you know, 150,000 people's personal information, you know, $6 billion or whatever, you know. That's what that's what happened with live journal i remember trusting a Ooh, lot I live journal yeah i i, I twist, trusted a lot of my 20s to just like sharing stuff with friends on live journal then it got sold to the russians and a lot of people who are in infosec were like you know that's a bad idea delete all your shit now before it gets um, used against you and, and everyone else was like yeah whatever and uh, um and this was like in 2010 20, 2011 did you did you delete your shit? No. Oh no! Is it the Russians have it? Oh, oh yeah, the Ru- the Russians the yeah. Russians have it. Oh. Was, it, was there anything for the Russians to get? It was just it was just mostly uh, slice of life and um and some furry art that I liked. So no. Are you compromat? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm quite open about that. <laughs> that sounds quite devilish. That is why I use an end to end encrypted messenger. Everyone should use an end-to-end encrypted messenger. That's and, what she said. And clean their room. Yeah, so. I, th- um, I thought Telegram was going to be that, but now the Russians have an in on Telegram too. So fuck. So well, um, Telegram, if you use the end-to-end end, end encrypted feature, then no one else can read it but you and the recipient. Oh, okay. So I, I hate to break up whatever this is. Um, we have Jordan Peterson. Oh, God. And we have Bill O'Reilly. Oh, Jesus Christ. But it appears that Bill O'Reilly has been drinking. Oh, really? And I don't know what's wrong with Jordan Peterson. Let's bring in Dr. Jordan Peterson. He comes from uh, University of Toronto. He used to teach at Harvard as well, professor of psychology. He's got a best-selling book out called 12 Rules for Life, an Antidote to Chaos. You know, you hear me talk about chaos a lot on this program. Anyway, Dr. Peterson has been in the forefront of fighting... Uh, for free speech on college campuses and attacking political correctness. So I want to walk through this with you, doctor. How did it get this bad, first of all? How did it get this bad? How about 30 years of subsidizing radical leftists on university campuses? How, how, do, they, how do they subsidize? Well, they're subsidized by tax money, paying their salaries, and then, of course, they're also beneficiaries of tuition, and I suppose that's more reasonable because at least that's not compelled tax money. But the, the campuses are becoming increasingly leftist oriented since the 1970s, I would say. And now we see the results of that. And uh, the results are the sorts of policies and statements that you just described. So the idea of, that our culture is intrinsically white supremacist is becoming what would you call it accepted um we live in a pretty fucking racist ass white supremacist culture and society um i accept that as i'm not a hundred percent sure that it's a fact but i generally would say that i am more on the side of people who think we live in a white supremacist society than on people who vehemently disagree with that idea bill o'reilly we must remind everyone is from levittown new york one of the last uh, sundown towns out there. What is a sundown town, sir? That's um, that's a town where 
the police will harass you and arrest you if you are black after sunset. <gasps> oh, and all right then. Yeah, and uh, Bill O'Reilly, by the way, a little drunk. Can you guys tell? Yes. He was sloppy. I was he, that, that's, that's unprofessional as hell. Maybe sir. he's just sad and lonely. Maybe this is has what you get when you do it a lot. Oh, sorry. Has he been like that since he got fired from Fox News? <laughs> you know, it's really funny and that we're probably going to do on Catterday. Okay, I have, I have a couple minutes here. He has Dennis Miller on his show now, and it's amazing because Dennis Miller will make like a, a reference to like chips or something on his on the show. I'll make like a reference to something from like the eighties. It's really weird, and Dennis Miller isn't funny. No, he's definitely not funny anymore. Or if he has or ever was. Was it the deans? Was it the the schools themselves, like Harvard, where you taught, or University of Toronto? They recruit. These far left people is is that was it a weeding out of moderates and and replacing them with far left? I, oh, no, I think it was partly the no. proclivity no. of people who have a, a left leaning temperament to to pursue careers like those in the humanities and the social sciences. So there's a self selection by temperament, and then I think that then there was an additional ideological overlay as postmodernism became the increasingly accepted mode of of intellectual conduct on campuses. And so I think that snowballed um, rather unexpectedly. I have an important question to ask. How many people that usually listen to Bill O'Reilly have any idea what postmodernism is? I'm going to say what actual postmodernism. Yeah. Yeah. What it means, like what the philosophy of Ooh, postmodernism is like less than 5%. How many of them even know what the sort of Jordan Peterson, Sam Harris, fucking caricature, uh, uh, fucking Stefan Molyneux character of postmodernism is. I, I don't even know if they would understand that. I'd say it's five less than 5% that know what it is at all. And then the rest of them just have no freaking clue. And they'll just accept, most of them will accept whatever they describe it as, but I didn't really hear a description of postmodernism. No, Jordan Peterson would be the, okay. So if he was, um, this intellectual giant that he is supposedly, mm. he would give a brief description of what postmodernism is because yes. Bill O'Reilly's show is a more general political show. Correct. It's not like, um, it's not like a, show about philosophy or whatever correct and uh i only but, know it in the artistic medium as far oh, as no, postmodernism. It's, it's just a rejection of the old structures modernism was um the sort of sort of world war ii era structures and then postmodernism was a rejection of all these structures it, to make it really simple like i because i'm not good enough at i'm not i don't know enough about it to explain it but i i can explain it on a very base level but what i'm telling you is that jordan peterson is just not impressive what jordan peterson's n describing as postmodernism is not actual postmodernism he's he's creating a straw man and conflating his postmodernism with uh you know liberalism multiculturalism whatever you want to call it i mean um, you know, it's it's the same sort of thing as what uh, Rush Limbaugh did and still does. I guess I don't listen to him, but he um, he just takes every story out there and says this is the example of the liberals trying to mess with you. That's and exactly it. The boogeyman in this case is the postmodernist, and the 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 problem is is that that's um, nobody ever asks him like, can you name six of these people, right? 
Because like if there's like this vast conspiracy of postmodernists destroying education, you should be able to name six of them. And I just feel like that nobody ever gets down to the baseline with this guy because. And this is all just a dog whistle for something called cultural Marxism. If if anybody's unaware, it just means uh, like, yeah, cultural Marxism is what uh, white supremacists call anti-white supremacist ideologies of all sorts. And that's what that's what all this uh, postmodernism crap is. It's just a dog whistle. Here's more of Jordan Peterson. I think this is just Bill O'Reilly. This is where you I think this is one of the clips where you really notice he's drinking and they don't even hide it. They're not even no. hiding. So, like, check this out. That is exactly something I would do, except I cop to it in the promotion for the show. <laughs> we have a song about it on the soundboard. Like, I will get drunk and slur on this show, but that's on brand for us. Check it out. And they don't even hide it. They're not even no. hiding the fact that they don't want your opinion or my opinion um broadcasts or or in a lecture or in a debate they want to shut you me down hurt us marginalize us get us off whatever venue we're on oh wait a minute hold on but it seems to off whatever does get us off as us get us get us off get us off get us off whatever venue we're on paid a lot of money to do but it seems to me that in america and maybe canada as well there should be pushback by not only uh, other faculty members, but the students. There should be pushback, saying, look, we don't want that kind of a campus. We don't want to live in a totalitarian academic environment. Fucking shut the... Okay, dude. Okay, so 20-year-old me is like probably a little bit proud of 40-year-old me for telling these guys to shut the fuck up. Because like the people at college, the undergrads are like 18 to 22 or 23. Leave them the fuck alone you weird old man like both of you leave stop trying to give a talk jordan peterson people who are 20 don't want to hear your shit and if they do want to hear your shit then they got problems man they're they're like not old enough to be like a crotchety old man who hates women yet like Go after 30-year-olds, you weird motherfucker. <laughs> but producer Dave, we got to reach the millennials. I mean, the millennials are out there, and we got to reach them. The millennials are- Are done are with adults. college. Yeah, they're adults now. You're, you you mean you want to reach gen, Generation Z? I don't even care what oh, you call them. What? These people are fucking 20, and they don't need to fucking be told by- Because I'm telling you, there ain't a lot of room between Bill O'Reilly and Jordan Peterson. And What's I don't want mean? fucking Bill O'Reilly or- Jordan Peterson, who largely agrees with him, going to a college and telling a fucking kid anything because this guy's like talking about enforced monogamy. The things that oh, the things that Jordan Peterson talks about are like sort of creepy men's rights activist shit. And I, I'm not sure that somebody who's 20 wants to or should be exposed to these kinds of things. Like Jordan Peterson may sound like a nice fucking crazy person who doesn't know what he's talking about, but I think he's dangerous. Generation Z. I'm I'm very confused. Uh, Jordan Peterson's really popular with Generation Z. Well, I, I think that is happening to some degree. There are more and more free speech clubs being formulated, and with increasing increasing memberships. But part of the problem is that people who Not aren't allowed. politically ideological, let's say, are busy doing other things. Right? They're busy getting educated. They're busy becoming engineers or scientists, and they don't really have the time in some sense, to attend to these political issues. And most of the time, that's actually a pretty good choice. But I'm afraid most we've got people. to the point where the ideologues are threatening 
increasingly threatening the integrity oh. of even the scientific disciplines, especially biology is really their next target. And so I'm afraid that the students and the faculty members who've been asleep while all of this is happening, and perhaps rightly so, have to wake up and notice that the political has become relevant, unfortunately. Well, I'll agree with him there, honestly, when it comes to education. The political is relevant. It always is relevant. We forget that it's not, but it is. But other than that, he's full of shit. Right. When um, when DNA was discovered, it really... In, um, you know, it really put things on an equal footing because it used to be thought that, you know, all the, you know, all the genetic information came from um, down the male line and, the, um, and that, and that was used as a biology fact to put women down. I feel like a fucking Peterson would cry if you said that, if you, that was your question to him at a, at a, at a conference, the security would take your microphone away from you. It's and true. He would have a sad a big sad we should send you there so as the only chaotic female on the panel tonight good mm-hmm. wife what do you have to say about uh, all this so far we're on the clip f- we're on the clip five next but what do you are you are you as incensed with jordan peterson as the media wenches you know i'm not and it's probably because uh, we know people just like him, but on a slower burn. Like if, <laughs> like I like people who I think who would be him in ten years, kind of like that. Like where I can see the tract where they feel so entitled, and so they think that like they they're so entitled. You know where there's some men in specifically like in uh, in my arena who do not get it when a woman does not want to talk to them. Like they and then they go they go for broke. I'm not even trying to sleep with women, and I totally get it if a woman doesn't want to talk to me. I like in a yeah. social situation, like you can get the cues that somebody's like, oh, "I'm a little nervous," or you're, "You weird me out," or whatever. You get those cues, right? Uh, all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, but the thing, the thing is, the people you're talking about are idiots. Well, yes, absolutely. So they're going to end up, but like I can just see it. But like it's funny because in the world that we we play in, which is political and and because of that it's public in nature we see it and we see it in the political machinations of people and like trying to grab power or if they start showing up to things more and start becoming quote community members more i put air quotes up so that people can be like oh you know like they they start to build support slowly and then all of a sudden like that is why um jordan peterson doesn't surprise me or infuriate me because i see people who could be jordan peterson um in our world I think I think many administrators fe- I think I think many administrators fear these people. Uh, oh. deans they fear them and pander to them at the same time. Yeah, they you know, fear, these, but, but the fear the fear overrides due process. For example, I mean, yeah. we're saying well, in, in many many colleges be- between the there's an unholy alliance between the administrators and the radicals in some sense. So one of the things that's happened in the United States, I would say, is that. As the universities have become um, more and more expensive and a larger and larger proportion of that expense, let's say, um, parsed (laughs) off for the administrators and more and more students relying on student loans, there's the what that means is that there's been a transformation in the way the universities conceptualize students, I would say. So the students are primary sources of revenue 
and they defer their future income, all right? They, 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 they pay their future income in their tuition, essentially. And now you can't declare bankruptcy if you have a student loan in the United States. So the administrators have figured out how to pick the future pockets of, of university students. And I think they're willing to leave the campuses. Um, they're, they're not willing to discipline the students or to hold them accountable because that would interfere with treating them in the kind of consumer-friendly manner that increases the probability that they're going to stay in university and rack up debt that they can't drop. Okay, first I got just I think a little bit of my brain leaked out of my ear during that, but go ahead. Right. Okay, so number one, Jordan Peterson is just pissed because uh, the college administrators are basically doing what we want, you know, Zuckerberg to do, which is, you know, make sure that fucking bullshit doesn't come onto their campus and not affect the consumers, which are their children, the children and the youth and the teenagers and then the 20 year old, the undergrads, the graduates, their students are their consumers. And the administration is like, this is full of shit. That's why they don't like you. Sorry, not sorry. Number two, you are one of the reasons like this fucker his entire existence and being is trying so hard to make an argument about how uh you know people take student loans and which is all true i have two hundred thousand dollars i took out two hundred thousand dollars of student loans everybody has student loans or if they don't then they're very lucky or they paid it off right and yes you're correct but the problem is that these people like sit here and think that it's the students fault or that we're all in welfare and that we deserve it that we're all so poor and that generation z is so so poor and it's all of our faults millennials faults when we all know that it's the fucking baby boomers who are still fucking alive and still working so our wages are stagnant and not being able to live and number three it's motherfucking red light well so, maybe well, maybe that's maybe a factor, a factor but, but i i i, I Pointing to Yale when uh, there was a uh, a housing director who said, hey, you know what? Uh, This Halloween costume political correctness is insane. You want to dress up with a Mexican hat, go go have fun. And that that woman and her husband who taught at Yale as well had to leave. They were forced out of the university. All right. Nobody in the administration came to their aid. And that's what I when I'm talking about fear, um, I, I've seen uh, colleges. I went to the Kennedy School at Harvard. You know it well, correct? Well, they yeah. just let anyone All right. in. In the mid-90s, <laughs> there wasn't any of this. I mean, it, it tilted left, but it had a big cadre of military people coming in for mid-career degrees. And therefore, it was kind of sane. Right now, the Kennedy School, if you go into the Shorenstein Press Center, every single instructor... Every single one is left or far left. There isn't any moderate people there. And that's because of the administration. They're afraid to hire anybody who's moderate. They don't want to hire any idiots like you. All right. So I'm going to I'm going to say that Jordan Peterson is a cult leader. Yes. I'm going to say he's smarter and less drunk than Bill O'Reilly. Correct. Also, <laughs> also true. Also true. That but is not a very high bar. <laughs> the thing um, the thing I've noticed with him is that he's got he, he's got the uh, the um, the the con man's patter down. He knows exactly what to say in a meeting of professors at a liberal arts college. He's got that trick 
of um, of lulling you in and kind of uh, hypnotizing you to where your critical thinking filter shuts off and you uncritically accept whatever he says. You see that with uh, Sam Harris. Uh, you see it a little bit with Charles Murray, although, you know, most people wouldn't know Charles Murray unless Sam Harris had interviewed him. But you also see that uh, in Sebastian Gorka, which is who I just realized Jordan Peterson reminds me of. He's that smart foreign sounding guy. Yeah. Oh, we are unfiring him. We are unfiring Sebastian Gorka. So I. We're up against it here. We're a little bit right. The lights have already turned red. The show's not really over yet. I got one more clip. <laughs> I've missed good old Seb Gork. It's one more clip. Uh, and when we do come back uh, during red light, the first thing's a palate cleanser. It'll be a story where we're uh, throwing praise upon someone for the first time in a while. I don't know if it's the administration precisely or just the way the hiring process is fold out across time. You know, things can you can get positive feedback loops developing in systems without anyone really planning them, you know, and I think that's partly happened at the universities. Not that I'm excusing it, but it's definitely the case that moderate or conservative voices are almost entirely lacking. So you Is get that the same thing in Canada, too? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, especially in the humanities and the social sciences. Well, it's the it's same not thing. so bad in the STEM fields. Oh, yeah, it's the same thing everywhere in the Western world, as far as I can tell. So then this dovetails into your book, 12 Rules for Life, because well, yeah. if you have only one power structure on a college campus <laughs> or in a country or in a town, okay, you're going to have chaos, okay, because that power structure right. is going to be able to impose its will on you. And that's what we're seeing in America. We're, we are seeing that, I'm sure you know this. We are seeing an attack on the president of the United States by the media that's unprecedented. They want him out of there. They're not reporting. They're, They're reporting. trying to hang him. I, we, they want him out. The they corporate want out. chieftains want him removed. Yes, it's yes. not about reporting anymore. And the chaos that's ensued, whether yeah. you like Trump or not, he can't, I mean, I don't know how the man does his job every day. He doesn't. I don't know either. Is this he guy doesn't still, do his job. Is this guy still on Fox News? Yeah, no, this is he like was his fired. Podcast. Our podcast sounds better than his. So I was going to say, like, the, the Fox News did nothing for eight years but talk absolute smack and ridiculousness about Barack Obama. So it's really, <laughs> and they're not doing any, anything really to call out the current president. So I don't know. It's not the media. It's just the media that actually has some goddamn scruples and common sense. All right, we're six minutes in the red light. Uh, thanks everybody for listening to the Plex. I was six minutes into this doobie. This is the Councilman P. Councilman got the last word. Oh, yeah. Uh, Patreon.com slash Echoplex. Uh, because if you're listening to the podcast version, you're going to hear Huxtable. You're not going to hear what happens after it. We got time for one more. Huxtable, did I hear that? Huxtable! Huxtable. <laughs> and, we, and we got a call for our most controversial song. I'm not comfortable! Cover your drinks. Put a napkin over your drinks because it's time for Huxtable. <laughs> <laughs> The mind plays oh, tricks. Man. There's always a local love head in the house that wants to see. <laughs> <laughs> 